Hello, and welcome to the Radical Care Podcast. I'm your host, Avis Adele Hitchcock, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about waiting and how I've used accessing presence and other tools to support me in letting go of the anxiety and what ifs as best as possible, and to enjoy the moments while waiting for news. So I'm going to just dive right in. Let's be real honest, waiting, especially when it comes to news that could either really excite you or really bring up uh, overwhelming sense of anger, frustration, and sadness is not fucking fun. I'm gonna be real honest, waiting for news is not fun, especially when it comes to loved one's health. I've really noticed in this almost four-year journey of waiting for test results, waiting for biopsies, waiting for visits to happen, uh, and so on and so forth, that how much society embeds in us of wanting to have the information now, wanting to have things right now, right in the moment. And I realized that when waiting for certain things, especially in regards to my parents' health, and news from that, my body would get, and still gets, super tense. I'm going to be real honest. There are still moments, a lot of them come up when I'm waiting for things. Um, my body still gets really tense. And from that and within that, I connect to the present moment and this is a practice I've connected with over almost 20 years I would say around 16 or so since uh, I was diagnosed with severe social anxiety and depression when I was a preteen I started to do deep breathing and counting and other tools like that to help ground me into my body. And something that's really worked for me, especially at this stage in my life, being in my 30s in a pandemic and being a caregiver is really connecting with what's happening in the moment. What is happening in the here and now? Um, especially when it comes to waiting for news. So my current examples that I'm going to use, specifics, of course, is in regards to my father, who... This journey has been going on since May of 2017. A situation just happened recently, and I 
saw more of his medical records and found out some information that I wasn't really fully aware of or and I, I feel like I probably was aware of it I just at that moment I didn't have the bandwidth or energy to like take this information in and when I saw what I saw I was kind of shaken because I was like wait what and I I got really angry and frustrated because I I felt like I dropped the ball I felt like I dropped the ball about knowing what and comprehending fully as much as I could what was going on with my dad's health and we had a really beautiful talk we had a really much needed talk he was able to express himself to me and I listened as best I could and I also realized like I was projecting onto him and I think that's what happens too when waiting or getting frustrated with news and information um there's this projection that can happen and I've definitely noticed it within myself so (laughs) because of this news this very concrete discovery a new sense of waiting has graced my presence and it was in this conversation I had with him that I realized that I hadn't surrendered to the reality of what's to come in regards to him and his health. And that that's huge especially for me <laughs> it was it was really this this beautiful moment of hearing him and looking within myself and seeing where i i wasn't ready to prior to this moment i wasn't ready to Surrender to this, this thing that eventually will come. And in that, right, you know, of course, in my mind going, well, when is it going to happen? When, when, when? Like, I want to know. Like, I I really wish I could know when it's going to happen. And my father is really grounding. He has these moments where he can be very grounding in certain situations And he was able to be like, they're not going to know when. It's just going to happen. And he's like, I know that bothers you. (laughs) But when it happens, it happens. We can't, we can't really do anything about it. I just live the best life we can. And it's like, I'm at peace with what's happening and 
when I heard him say that, I knew that I got to access. I had to start this journey of accessing peace with what is happening with him. And it's hard. I am wrong. It's hard to to watch your loved ones um, experience health things, especially very intense health issues. And yeah, so he said, waiting sucks. And it's also this beautiful blessing. Because what I've noticed in my process, especially these last four years, but especially within these last nine months, I want to say, um, because that waiting kind of personified to two parents, once my mom was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer, I, we had to wait for news for her. And for those of you who might not know, and for those of you who do, when it comes to cancer, even when you're receiving treatment or done with treatment, testing still has to be done. You still get to wait for this news from this testing. And it's a process. It's a, it's, it's a process. And... And the reason why I say a blessing came from this waiting was I really started to learn how to connect on a new level with the present moment. I really learned how to get out of my head more and into my heart. I learned these and amplified these tools that I had in my back pocket for so long and enhanced them and implemented new ones. He said, deep breathing. <laughs> I never was a big fan that never really, I never really allowed it to work for me in the past. Um, but now it's like one of my greatest advocates when it comes to accessing presence in a situation and getting myself out of my head when I focus on my breath for a few minutes. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, sometimes not as long. Also, something that's really supported me is I connect with what's happening. So for example, of this situation, in regards to my mom, she has to get a PET scan every few months to see if the course of treatment is still working, as in it's shrinking the cancer and or staying the same, it's, as in the cancer is not progressively getting worse. And at the end of December, she had her third PET scan and... We had to wait until her next appointment with her oncologist to find out the results, which is about <laughs> three weeks. And I remember throughout those three weeks at different times, I was really antsy, really freaking out because, of course, I'm hoping, 
you know, right? Hoping, praying in the ways that I pray for the results to be good, that the treatment is still a go. But also in the back of my mind is, what if it's not? And then going down the rabbit hole of all the what ifs that come up with that. And I don't beat myself up when those moments happen because they do happen and they will happen. I am not going to bullshit myself or bullshit any of you by saying that in this process when it comes to your health or a loved one's health that these moments very well might come up often. The difference is, is I don't beat myself up when they happen. I don't tear myself down. Why are you thinking this? Like, stop it. Like, that's not helping you. And it doesn't. But sometimes it does help me to just work through, like the first time I do it, it really it really does support me just going through all the what ifs that are going on in the head of mine and saying them out loud or writing them down so I can hear them and then verbally read them and then be look at how my mind is working or how I'm allowing my anxiety to speak these things to me and my worry and frustration speak these things to me so that I can see it and be like okay well those are all the what ifs and most of them are not good what ifs and I'll ask these questions why why am I focusing on the negative right that's one of the first questions I'll ask myself and then depending on the situation I'll answer it another question I'll ask myself is what can you actually do about what's going on with your mother and your father's health? What can you physically control and do in regards to their, their health, right? And the answer, the only accurate 100% answer to that is absolutely fucking nothing. I can't do a damn thing. I cannot change what's happening in their body one damn bit. And I have to connect with that many different times. And I think that one question, that specific one, gets me back to, I can't do a damn thing about it. And yes, that pisses me off, but I am not God. I am not a medical professional. I'm not their immune system. I'm not their body. I'm not them. I cannot do a damn thing to take away what's happening in their bodies. So, and there's one final question that I asked myself in this series of working through the what-ifs of waiting for news is, what is true right now in this moment, right? What is true right now in this moment? And there's two truths. 
one for my mother and one for my father. The first truth in regards to my mother is, right now in this moment, the treatment is working. And I focus on that. The treatment is working. And the truth for my father is, my father is in remission. So those are my two truths in this current moment. And connecting with that brings a sense of gratitude, brings a sense of release, and shifts my energy and shifts my mood in my body. And the tightness, the tension slowly leaves. It's a process. It's a journey. It's whatever word you want to call it for yourself. And it's really hard. And it's really... And it's really worth it too. Especially for me to ask myself those questions. To ask myself them and really connect with them in those moments I really need to ask them. And really connect. Especially with the fact that I can't do a damn thing. And the reason why I'm saying that a few times is because I really get to connect with that. There are things I can do. Things I choose to do. And that's be with them. Do things that support them and help them. Like laundry and grocery shopping and dishes and making them laugh and taking them to and from appointments remembering what the doctors say so uh, when they have questions they can ask me and I can tell them the information back these are the things that I can do for them and the things I can do for myself is love myself through this process and express my emotions and create a space for me to do the things that bring me joy and love and support and nourish my body the best way I can. And the thing that encompasses all of those moments and all of those things is staying as best as possible present through each and everything that I'm doing in the moments and focusing specifically on that one thing for example if i'm driving my mom to an appointment i'm driving my mom to an appointment if i'm doing laundry i'm doing laundry and i'm only thinking about doing laundry now granted that's not always the case but really connecting with as best as possible Connecting with what I'm doing and allowing my mind to focus solely on that 
that thing, allowing my mind and my body to act together in harmony. Hmm. Allowing my mind and body to act together in harmony. I like that. So, yeah. Waiting. It's a very real part of life. It's never going to go away. We can change it. I I can change how waiting shows up for me. How waiting feels in my body. How waiting look what waiting looks like to me. By not focusing on what is to come and what will or might come, but focusing on the moment by moment things in life what I'm doing, connecting with that, connecting with each individual moment. And it makes those moments of news. I can't, I can't change what is to come. Especially in regards to my parents' health, I cannot change what's going on in their bodies and what might happen in their bodies. But what I can do is just be present with them and be present with myself through it and love them and see them for who they are and connect with what's happening right now. And that grounds me, it centers me, and... It brings me a sense of peace and joy. And it supports me greatly in connecting with everything I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So, thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Next week, I'm going to be joined by... An inspiring woman by the name of Sam Rose. She talks a little bit about her journey and process with being a three-time cancer survivor and living with Lynch Syndrome. She shares about her memoir that she wrote and why creative writing is one of her most potent and important self-care practices. She also shares resources for other cancer survivors and tips for loved ones of cancer survivors. So be sure to tune in next Monday for that amazing heartfelt episode. Love and blessings.